Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, June the 14th. And how about those Philadelphia Phillies? Walk-off win last night against the Marlins at home. And it really did feel like one of those Phillies-Marlins games. One of the ones we've been sadly become so accustomed to over the last five years where we come out of it just... Feeling disappointed that our team couldn't match up to the freaking Miami Marlins and just played just not well enough to win over and over and over and over again. The history, the story, it repeats itself. And then last night, the Phillies walking off against the Marlins, turning the tides. Is it different this year? Could it be different? Feels a little different. Game over 500 again. A big win. Look, we talked a lot on yesterday's show, about the importance of seeing this Phillies team bounce back after the 13-1 to loss. They had won nine in a row. Everything's riding high. Winning begets positivity, begets good vibes, begets good things moving forward. You know, it's it's one leads to the other leads to the other. Good vibes come from winning, but, you know, getting shellacked like they did 13-1, to the you know, all the good vibes of the nine-game winning streak really coming together and punching you back in the gut to come to an end is, a, you know, a spectacular way to end the nine-game win streak, emphatically ending the win streak. And thus, it was so important to see how the team showed up last night. You know, finally coming off a loss and the first time in the Rob Thompson era, how is this team going to deal with, you know, some adversity? Obviously, it's not a... Massive amount of adversity, but they lost a game after winning a bunch, and the good vibes were there. And and what happens? And last night, it felt like it was going to be one of those. Look, you knew it was going to be low scoring from the jump. Both Nolan and Alcantara were just locked in. I mean, they both were awesome last night. You knew, you know, it felt like whoever gets to the bullpen first is going to win this game. And, um, you know, even knowing, though, how good Sandy Alcantara is and you're not expecting a big offensive display, it still was frustrating to watch the Phillies kind of just hang back and hang back and be unable to really get anything going. And then when it mattered most, down 2-1 in the eighth, tied 2-2 in the ninth, that's when the Phillies came through. And that's when they won the game. And, you know, Aaron Nola was brilliant. Connor Brogdon and, and Sir Anthony Dominguez, two clean innings. It's a really nice, clean baseball win. You know, the Phillies found a way to win a baseball game against the Marlins. That is not a, uh, a sentence we have said that often over the last few years, you know, in terms of a game they needed to win and finding a way to win it against the Marlins. Nola, again, really the, you know, 
granted, he doesn't get the win because they did not take a lead in the game until, um, well, they had a lead early, but they take the lead again until the ninth. But Nola was brilliant. Seven innings, six hits, no walks, six strikeouts, two runs. ERA down to 3-4-2 on the season and really had it going. You know, Nola was really, really locked in, really was cruising until the fifth thing gave up. An RBI double to Rojas, and then again in the seventh, same thing, back-to-back doubles, score a run. Um, as really, Rojas and Birdie seemed to be the only guys who really could get anything going against Nola, but that was it. Otherwise, he was brilliant. Connor Brogdon, perfect inning. His area is down to two five one. by the way. Didn't even notice. Sir Anthony, a clean inning, ends up getting the win. Phillies got on the board in the third inning, an RBI double by Bryce Harper. Um, really turned a single, he turned into a double with great base running. As Harper, just truly the best hitter on the planet right now. Harper won for two with two walks. My man is batting 318 with a 378 on base percentage and a major league leading, or and excuse me, National League leading 630. One slugging percentage, 631 slugging percentage. That is absolutely phenomenal. A OPS of 1009. Bryce Harper is playing like MVP Harper. I mean, it's that simple. He is right back at that level of absolute dominance as a hitter. He is the best hitter on the planet right now. Him and Aaron Judge, I think probably the only other guy you can even put in his class right now. Um, and he just shows it every night. I mean, just the the pure hitting ability that this man has, his ability to just put a bat on a baseball and put the baseball somewhere where players aren't, whether it's in the field of play or over the fence, has been miraculous to watch. It really is special. It's special to watch what Bryce Harper is doing right now. It is one of the great Philadelphia Phillies of our lifetime. You know, I mean, there as a 40-year-old who saw the very end of Mike Schmidt um, and, you know, was not the the you know, best parts of Mike Schmidt. You know, outside of Howard in 06, uh, you know, I, I, there's never been a hitter as locked in in my lifetime as a Phillies fan as Bryce Harper is right now. He's as locked in as any Phillies hitter I've ever seen in my life. That's how awesome Bryce Harper is right now. That's how dominant he is as a hitter. And that's why it's so important that this team continue the good vibes and continue to move this forward because what a shame what a shame it would be to waste Bryce Harper's seasons back-to-back years, to waste the MVP last year and then this one. I mean, that would be a, it would be a disaster. It cannot happen. This man is too good to not make the playoffs. So you know, hopefully the Phillies can continue that forward. Harper gets the scoring going in the third with the RBI double. one nothing Phillies. Then they get it back. The Marlins in the fifth with the Rojas double. Then the Marlins take a lead in the seventh. 2-1, um, and that'll be it for Nola after that inning. Does get through the inning. And we're frustrated. We get to the eighth, and the Phillies get a chance. Low uh, First and second with no outs. First and second, no outs. JT at the plate. And of course, he gets into a double play. JT, the flip side of Harper. JT has been awful. JT a bad 0 for 4 last night. Uh, down to 244 on the season. A 317 OBP, a 385 slugging. So that is a sub-700 OPS for JT in the cleanup spot last night with Castellanos getting the night off. Castellanos would have a pinch hit at bat later. Um, but, yeah, JT has been, as great as Bryce Harper has been for his money, JT has been equally horrible for his money. Defensively, we've had issues. Obviously, we all remember the, the Ranger play a couple nights ago, um, a couple days ago, whatever. 
And, uh, you know, just offensively, he's looked lost. You know, he had that little stretch where it was, you know, kind of hitting a little better for, for a week or so. But, again, um, just does not look comfortable at the plate. And it's an issue. Look, they paid JT a lot of money. You know, I mean, that's a $120 million contract. The man's making $23.5 million a year. And he's nowhere close to that. I mean, he is nowhere close to being worth that. Nowhere in the hemisphere of being worth that. I mean, offensively has been a real struggle, but I mean, even defensively, you know, that was part of the reason we were so excited about JT was the defensive prowess, the arm, the defense. And, you know, that has not been nearly as impressive either um, this season and really last season as it was, you know, prior to getting the contract. And again, offensively, it's a real issue. As excited and positive as I am about Bryce Harper, I'm the, the polar opposite about JT Romito. Because again, you know, he's here for a few more years, a lot of money. And uh, the player they're getting right now is nowhere close to the value of that contract. I mean, there are guys making, you know, one-tenth of what JT's making and playing just as well. One-fifth at least, you know. It's it's not good. It's not good. JT is uh, a real disappointment right now. A real disappointment. And they really need him. They really need him to be better. So... You know, hope he can kind of get through this and figure it out. JT does not come through there. So it's a runner on third, two outs in the eighth. So big spot as Dede Gregorius down to the plate. Dede first pitch swing and rips one down the right field line. It ends up only being a single, but it scores the run. Two to two in the eighth. We are back. Dede batting 313 on the season. 363 OBP, too. I've been really impressed with Dede. You know, as much as... JT is disappointed for the money. DD, considering, you know, making a lot of money as well, has been so much better. Um, and even solid defensively, I've been really impressed with what we've seen from DD this season. So that's, that's really nice. Nice to see DD giving you something. Then we get to the ninth. Sir Anthony shuts it down, as he is wont to do. Then we get to the bottom of the ninth. Matt Veerling, by the way, who started the game playing triple uh, third base. So Matt Veerling has now played second base and third base in the last, like, four games, three games. So... That's pretty cool, pretty wild. Like to see Robbie T mess, messing around with stuff, mixing it up, getting guys in the lineup where they can get them boom, but day off. You know, with uh, the Camargo, Maton, and Segura injuries, they are deficient there. You know, <laughs> certainly. You know, they sent Kingery down, but it shows you what, how they feel about Scott Kingery if he can't be on the major league roster to play second and third base. You know, that certainly says something. Um, but uh, you know, and there are other factors in that with you know, the roster and being sent down and all that stuff. But, um, you know, nice to see Veerling get an opportunity like that and, and had a big play as Veerling singles in the ninth and then steal second base in what was a shocking, shocking decision in the moment. Couldn't believe it was happening, but he gets it and it ends up being brilliant. It ends up helping them win the baseball game as, you know, a couple pitches later, Reese Hoskins, boom, double to center field. Veerling comes around to score. We walk it off. The Phillies walked it off. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's funny. And what a win, by the way. Shout out to the Phillies. Really a, a necessary win. Reese, you're starting to get going a little more, which has been nice to see. He hasn't been great, but obviously coming off the really strong weekend series. Um, and then getting the big hit last night, two for four with an RBI and a run last night. Um, and again, the game when he hit the walk-off. So you hope this is the kind of thing that gets Reese's confidence going the average up to 237, 
which again is not great, but you know where he was a little bit ago, three twenty four OBP. That's better. You know he's creeping closer to an eight hundred OBP or an eight hundred OPS. So nice to see from Reese. You know we're hoping he can kind of get where he needs to be. Obviously, um, so awesome to see him get the, the big walk off hit last night. And again, just awesome to see the Phillies take this game that they really, 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 really needed to take from a you know confidence perspective, from a belief perspective, and to see him do it in this kind of fashion was was a really thrilling win. You know, it really was, and it was a game that you know it's funny because I I believe in this team right now. I do think they're a good baseball team right now. I'm I'm excited about the prospect of the summer in front of us. I think. You know, this is going to be fun, and they're going to be in it, and they're going to compete. You know, they're they're right there. Granted, you know, uh, uh, part of what you need to have happen is for the Braves to ever lose another baseball game, as they've now won 11 straight, so that that's a problem. Um, but, you know, the Phillies are creeping back up, and, you know, if it weren't for the Braves just shooting up the standings, they would have been further up. The Braves still three and a half out of wild card. They're right there behind the Braves and the Giants, so... He's right in this thing. They're only, you know, three and a half back of the Braves, but uh, eight and a half back of the Mets. The Braves only five back of the Mets all of a sudden with this win streak. So, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, and at least this is the Mets. It's, you know, back in play a bit. Um, but regardless, um, you know, it's nice to see the Phillies get themselves back into this thing. And I do believe in them. I, I believe this team is good. I believe that, you know, we're in for a fun summer. But I still couldn't watch that game against the team we were playing and not feel like they were going to blow it, which is just such a, you know, a, a sign of the institutional beatdown that we have taken from this team for such a long time that it's, it's, um, you know, it, it's not even the brain, it's the body. <laughs> I can't, I can think what I believe all I want, but my body is telling me I don't trust the Phillies against the Marlins. Sorry. Sorry, can't do it. Doesn't feel right. <laughs> so, so I, I, it really was shocking. It was shocking, even though they're a better team than the Marlins this year, as they usually are when this stuff happens. But they're better than the Marlins, and I believe in this team, and I have faith in this team, and they are in you know a really good spot the way they've been playing the last two weeks and all that. But I still watching the game just felt like it wasn't going to happen because it's the Phillies and the Marlins. I, I just. I thought they were going to lose. Hand up. Got to be honest. Got to be real. I thought they were losing that game. We have so much experience of the Phillies losing that game to the Marlins. We have so little experience of the Phillies in the eighth and ninth inning battling to score runs like that and winning a game against the Marlins like that never happens. It never happens. So I really did think they were going to lose. As it was playing out, and, and thus, you know, the win that much more thrilling, to be honest. It really was that much more shocking and exciting and thrilling to see them find a way to pull that game off. And again, I think I think an important win for this team. Now, look, they got to go out and win this series. Like I said, you know, I, I, we all want win streaks. This was fun. Let's keep it going. Maybe the Braves can lose one. We can start a winning streak, actually game some games on them. That'd be cool. Um, but regardless, you know, win streaks are fun, but this team needs to win series. They need to consistently and consecutively win series. They need to be a series-winning metronome and and just boom, series win, boom, series win, boom, series win, boom, series win. You don't have to sweep. You just got to win. So so all you got to do is take one of the next two against the Marlins. That's it. It's the Marlins, so it is a lot to ask, but it shouldn't be too much to ask, but they just got to take one of the next two. And then the series is theirs. 
And then there's, you know, another series down. And you head to face the Nationals, who are super beatable. You have five games against them, maybe on four, if nothing else, three. They just got to win some series. They just got to start to pile up more wins than losses over a stretch of time. And all of a sudden, we'll look up, and they're five, six, seven games over 500. And we're saying, okay, all right, we're right in this thing. And then maybe one more winning streak, and all of a sudden, it's special. You know, that's all it takes. And I get, you know, that is, look, a lot for, you know, Phillies fans. For us, it is a lot to, you know, it takes a lot, so to speak, considering our history in the last decade. But but in reality, it's really not. You know, it's 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 very manageable. With the schedule the Phillies have, the opportunities in front of them, they just got to beat these teams they're supposed to beat. And they're supposed to beat the Marlins. And last night they did. And again, it was a really surprising win. <laughs> you know, I, I can't put it any other way. I, I really I really thought they were going to lose the game, honestly, and I, I'm I, I'm loath to admit it because it is, um, it is different now, and Rob Thompson is here, and Joe Girardi is gone, and as we've said so many times, I do think these things matter. I think this is a different baseball team than we saw two weeks ago because of that. So, I think there are real explanations and reasons for the positive changes, but. We've still all been here for the last decade. We've still all seen this happen. It doesn't go away that easy. I can't just tell myself something and have my soul and my gut and my body believe it. And last night, watching that game, I just felt like they were going to blow it because it's the Phillies and the Marlins. Now tonight, it'll be fascinating to see if I watch this game tonight and and it's a similar situation. I feel like they're going to win because I probably will now. Because this felt like that hurdle, you know? It's one thing to to believe in a nine-game winning streak. It's one thing to see a team play differently, to see a team do the right things, not make the same mistakes, play with energy, play with fire, play like they actually look like they're having fun out there. Like, there are so many things that have looked different over the nine-game win streak that we point to and say, that's real, that's real, that's real, that's real, that's real, whatever. But, you know, it doesn't change the fact that once you lose one is when you really get started. It's when your metal gets tested. Winning is easy. Losing is hard. Winning after again after losing is even harder. That's what the Phillies did last night. They had a horrible loss on Sunday and they bounced back last night. Now, the key is to take that next step where they continue to bounce back and they win three of the next four and they win four of the next five and they win six of the next eight and so on and so forth. So, big stretch of baseball coming up to see what this team is and what they can be moving forward and uh, I'm excited you know they need more from JT I think you look at the lineup and, and especially with Hoskins you know kind of heating up right now JT really the biggest hole in the lineup right now in terms of someone you count on who is not bringing it um, Moniak needs to be better at a nice hit last night it's done all the right things from a running and defending perspective but obviously has struggled at the plate but it takes time look it took Bryson Stott time and you know, he's still not where he needs to be and all that, but he's getting better. So, um, But ultimately, on the whole, you know, I think this team's in a good spot. And I think as they head into the stretch of baseball, they have a real chance to make some noise. They really do. Um, it's just a question of them, you know, continuing this type of stuff, finding ways to, you know, when you lose, bounce back, to play smart baseball, to not make mistakes. So, um, All right, quick look at these things, and we'll look ahead to tonight's game and moving forward. Just a quick look around baseball, as uh, we know the, the NLEs will get to that at the end again, but um, been a while since we strolled around the standings. ALEs, the Yankees, still the best team in baseball, uh, 
handily. Um, so if the Yankees were in every division in baseball, if it was just one big division, the Yankees would be four and a half games up on everybody. Um, so pretty impressive. They are 44 and 16, a 733 winning percentage. That is a absurd pace. That is a record pace. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Probably won't break the record, but they're playing good baseball. I mean, think about it this way. The Toronto Blue Jays are 36 and 24 and they're eight games out. It's unbelievable. That whole division. Th- think about this. The Yankees are 44 and 16. The Blue Jays are eight games back at 36 and 24. That would be good for second place in the NL East ahead of the Braves. Um, the uh, Rays, 35 and 25. So 10 games over 500, and they're nine games out of the division. And then the Red Sox are in fourth place in that division, and they're 32 and 29. They're better than the Phillies, and they're 12 and a half out. So, moral of the story be grateful we're in the NL East, not the AL East. That's for sure. AL Central, the Twins still playing good baseball out in front at 36 and 27. Then the Indians, the White Sox, who are. The clear favorite in that division. Six games back, three games under. So it's going to be interesting to watch. White Sox have not performed at a level many expected. That'll be an interesting one there in the West. Houston just way out in front. A seven-half game lead on everybody as the Angels fell, fell, fell apart. They were right there with them. Obviously, we know about their 13-14 game losing streak, all that. But the uh, Astros... Astros could have this one wrapped up by the All-Star break. They're seven-half in front of Texas and feels like they're just going to run away with it. Uh, NL West, a very fascinating division with three really good teams at the top. The Dodgers and Padres tied at the top of the division. The Dodgers 37 and 23 and the Padres 38 and 24. That's a, that's a tight race. And the Giants only three games back at 34 and 26. So three playoff contending playoff teams there. You know, when we look at the end of the season, there's six teams that make it, you know, with the three division winners, those two West teams are going to be tough. If those two West teams make it, then, you know, and again, we're a long way out from that, but then it's the Phillies, the Braves, the either Cardinals or Brewers, whichever team doesn't win that division, all fighting for one spot, so it could get tough. Speaking of the Central, the Cardinals out in front, a game up on the pod, uh, on the Brewers. That is a two-team race. The Pirates are in third at nine and a half backs. So that's an easy two-team race. And then in the NLEs, the Mets out in front, five over the Braves, and then eight and a half over the Phillies. So maybe the Phillies can... Close that gap, make it a little interesting. The Marlins three back of the Phillies. The Nationals at 23 and 40, way back in the division. And good, because we got the Nats coming up this week. Five of them. It is pretty crazy that it is almost July and the Phillies have yet to play a game against the Nationals. It is great to know because they have 19 against them. 19 games against a 23 and 40 baseball team. All right. Let's go. Let's go. That's the beautiful thing about when this win streak has gotten going is as we talked about so many times, the tail end of that gauntlet of that just parade of great teams, one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. Again, looking at it now, looking at the records, not including the Diamondbacks who they you know, just handled, but prior to that, and the Angels who were over, but everyone else, including the Braves, over 500 in that search of baseball other than the Rangers who they lost to, but you know the Mets, the Braves, the Padres, the Dodgers, the Giants, you know, Brewers, all really good teams, all tough matchups. Now the Phillies get to spin it forward with the likes of the Marlins and the Nationals. So again, the schedule coming up, two more against the Marlins tonight and tomorrow at home. Then they go to Washington for five, five games in Washington. There's a long road trip we got coming up as the Phillies will play after the next two against the Marlins, their next 11 games on the road as it'll be five in Washington, two in Texas, 
Then four out west in San Diego. That's a tough stretch out there. Again, we just talked about how good the Padres are, so that's a tough one. Then you get three at home versus Atlanta, three at home versus St. Louis. So a tough stretch of 10 there against those teams after the Nationals and the Rangers. But then you get the Nationals again, the Cardinals, the Blue Jays, and Miami before the All-Star break. So um, some tough games left before the All-Star break with the Padres, the Cardinals, and the Braves on the schedule, and the Blue Jays. But a lot of easy ones, too. And then after the All-Star break, it gets extra, extra easy. So um, this is the time the Phillies can really start getting going and maybe start to make some noise and, and potentially get us really excited. All right, tonight, Eflin against Rodgers. Trevor Rodgers, really good left-handed pitcher. The Phillies have had some success against him in the past. But a tough matchup in the Namar Gibson against Pablo Lopez. So tough matchups. The Marlins can pitch. We saw it last night. We'll see it again tonight. Can the Phillies' bats get going? Can Eflin look better than uh, the last outing, only the four innings last one? So, um, big one tonight. Let's win the series. The, the Phillies can win this series tonight. Just be like, all right, boom, series over. Let's let's sweep. We got a shot. Let's start another win streak. This is good stuff. Last night was a nice one. Let's see what they can do tonight to carry it forward. Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So, until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.